Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with my Disney friends, Karen and Megan. We pray that you are staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 677, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Text me for a free quote at 636-373-4497. Well, thank you, Karen and Megan, for coming on today. They're going to talk to us about the Wine and Dine Disney trip, and I'm excited to hear about it. I um, got to see some pictures, but I'm going to let them do most of the sharing. Awesome. We thank you for having us. We had a ball. We had a great time, right, Megan? Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, we, we really had fun. It was so great to run Disney again. After the pandemic, we were really, you know, like everybody, uncertain about what the future held with that. And I can't say enough positive about how the race was conducted and run and how they did a great job. Don't you think, Megan? Yeah, this was the first run Disney back in person since the uh, 2020 marathon weekend in last January. So, um, but they did a great job with all the um, safety factors and everything. So did you guys have to run with masks? No. Okay. On the buses, we had masks. But right. other than that, we didn't have to have them. And so how many wine and dines have you guys done? This was my second wine and dine race. Okay. And this was my first. Okay. But together we've run, I was trying to think, Megan, before we came on, I think we've done, this is our fourth together. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. But Megan's ran a lot more than me. I, I started, my first race was the 10K, um, the inaugural 10K of the um, uh, Princess um the princess weekend and she's run a bunch more than me so how many have you run megan i think my first um marathon weekend was half marathon and it was like 2012 or 13. it was it was a while back i'm trying to find my medals while we talk (laughs) did you guys do any of the runs the virtual ones while the, the the pandemic was going on i didn't did you megan i did not um i think more due to the cost versus anything else right no i i totally get it we challenged the travel agents we challenged each other and we all did the one this summer because the medals were so cool it was the lion king series and they're very cool i have to say so i was pretty proud i of course walked it but still no that's huge and that's the thing about run disney is that i feel like it's so inclusive of every level of athlete whether you're you know elite or if you're like a running mom like me um, or there's so many walkers. It's it's just, it's a really welcoming environment for sure. And everyone encourages everybody, which is really neat. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You guys are both so busy with your families. I was wondering how you find time to train for this. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Karen does more than I do. I, <laughs> I can't ever get up that early, but 
<laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a, the training's a challenge, but I think it's what you want it, you can make it what you want it to be, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that Megan and me have run so much that we kind of have a baseline where we can train a little before running, we can make it through, but if you want to go for, like, this past time, I really went for a fast 10K, because the best thing about Disney running is it's flat, you know, it's a flat and fast course if you want it to be, so I really did train hard to get that fast time, but there's been times in the past where I've been and I haven't trained quite as hard, but you can make it through. They, I think the thing that Megan always is raving about with Run Disney is their course support. You know, you feel very supported. There's water stations frequently, you know, you feel you, you, it's not a, it's a great first time running experience for somebody who's never run a 10K before or run a half marathon. So, um, and like I said, Disney racing can be what you want it to be. Like there's so many characters stops where you can stop during the race and take a picture. So if you don't want to run it, you know, all the way through, you know, you can stop and take a picture and then run a little bit more. So there's a lot of options and it's Disney. It's so for, for Disney people, it's just exciting. You know, it's so much fun. So this one, you guys had villain characters, correct? Yes, it was sponsored by the villains, and it was really cool to see some of the ones you don't usually see in the parks, which was really neat. I know I miss seeing Lotso at Hollywood Studios, and I think I saw a picture from one of you guys of Lotso. Did you guys stop and do Lotso? I did see Lotso. Um, I did not stop. I think I took a picture of him. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was a character that I think we saw a couple times before Hollywood Studios took out the um, area which is now Star Wars Launch Bay. So that was pretty cool. I found my medals and my first half marathon was January 2011. Wow, so 10 years ago. Good job. That's why I started running was because I wanted to do a Disney race. <laughs> well, that's a good reason to do it, I think. Yep. Because <laughs> I do know the same thing you guys are saying that other people that I've talked to about the races is that they make it so good and that it's flat. And that's what I don't, the doctor doesn't ever recommend even with two bionic knees that I run, but he said, if I could do a fast walk, I could do that. So maybe you could walk. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Just do a fast walk and be able to see all those characters. That would be fun. I just don't know if I could do a full marathon. Not sure I'm up no. for that yet. No, it's, it's, I, I'm a one and done on that one. It was, it was definitely a commitment. I have a lot of respect for people who run marathons all the time because it's a lot, but me and Megan both have said that we love the 10K. That's like our favorite distance. So, um, it's just enough. 5K is fun too. 5K at Disney's awesome. Um, there's lots of kids to me or, you know, that run the, I ran with Kate one year, uh, 5K at Disney and it was super fun. So yeah, um, I did that with Sarah when she was little as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would probably be a good mom, son, daughter run, or maybe the whole family even for a 5K. Definitely. My whole family did the um, Expedition Everest 5K scavenger hunt, and that was fun. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Run Disney does it right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, and they still haven't announced, right, the secret run that they're going to have in April? It's called a springtime challenge or something. They're bringing back the Tower of Terror 10 miler. They're bringing back the Expedition Everest 5K. Oh, and there, okay. Is there one more, Karen? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. But yeah, they announced it. I think it goes on sale next week or the week after. I can't remember. I, I know it's soon um, that the, the re registration starts. That's awesome. How fun. I didn't know if they were not doing the Star Wars because they're holding out until they 
open the Galactic Star Cruiser or what? Because isn't that a big weekend that they usually do? That is a big weekend. And I ha I was kind of surprised that they did not bring that back. You know, they used to have the light side in California and the dark side in mm -hmm. Orlando. And they haven't started back racing in California. I mean, that was even before um, the pandemic because of all of the um, Star Wars building. I mean, I think I think all the construction. Do you think, Megan, is that why they stopped it? Yeah, that's why they stopped in California, I, I remember. And then they were building the... the um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge stuff over in at Hollywood Studios. So there wasn't, that's why they had to stop the 10 miler. Gotcha. Well, very interesting. Sorry, we're, I'm just talking to you about Run Disney instead of your trip. So you guys stayed at which resort? I don't know this because I know you guys got it through the Run Disney people. We stayed at All Star Movies. And how did you like that one? Because I've never stayed at that one yet. I liked it. Did you like it, Megan? Yeah, it was very convenient, very easy to get to the different, um, you know, the buses come right there. And they had, we sometimes had to share with, um, was it All-Star Music? But sometimes they just had All-Star Movie buses. Yeah. All-Star Sports still hasn't opened back up. That's correct. Well, and that's a blessing because then there would be three of you guys sharing. But, but you're right. We stayed at All-Star Music and I know we've shared with other ones before. Or one time we went and there was a bus had just left for all-star music but all-star movies guy was sitting there and no one was there so he just switched spots and came and he goes i'll take you guys oh that's <laughs> nice i know it was very nice i was very appreciative of that so tell me a little about you guys have to check in when you get there and i know i've heard a little bit about this but i don't understand the whole process of what you guys do you have to go and check in for these races when you arrive the expo yeah they and that's another fun part of run disney is the expo when you go you have to go get your bib and you go ahead and get all your shirts um you, of course you get the medals at the end of the race but you get all the shirts for like we just did the two course challenge so we ended up getting three shirts um we got uh one for the 10k one for the half and then one because of the challenge so you pick all that up and they're great they're very accommodating like if your size you can check your size and they can swap it out for you generally if it doesn't fit like you want it to um you get your bib and then they have the expo with a lot of different booths for vendors and different um you, you know generally running support and it's fun to walk through and, and, to, and to check it out was um so they said that you go in there and you buy a lot of merchandise or something, or you want to buy it? They have like ornaments and pins and and different things to commemorate each each race. Um, so they had some for the 10K, they had some for the 5K and the half and the challenge. They had different shirts, different glasses. They had, you know, all kinds of things um, to, to um, bring home as, as memories. Um, for the race and I always wanted a, a shirt that says every mile is magic and I got my sweatshirt this year so it's oh, very that's awesome that. <laughs> yeah it was really cute looks great we, we both got um, there's a certain brand of um, uh, armband that you can put under put your phone in and you run with it it's called arm pocket yeah. and they finally teamed up with run Disney and they, we both got a um, arm pocket band that has a Run Disney logo on it. So it's fun. Yeah, they really neat things, so. And so you guys went to two park days besides the Epcot Park because you guys were going there for your celebration after the runs were over. So can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that was awesome. That was part of the, um, part of the, if you did the half marathon or like we did the challenge, you got um, free entry that night into a post-race party. What time did we enter the park, Megan? I can't remember. Was it six or five? 
Um, you could go at five. I think we arrived around five thirty, and the rate and the party didn't start till later. Nine thirty. Yeah, and the thing there that was a drawback because we had been up that morning at two thirty in the morning to oh run. Oh my goodness. I know we sat out in the freezing cold, you know, starting at what did I guess around four o'clock we four were ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four. We we're in the parking lot. So, you know, we and then when we got done with the race, we didn't go back and sleep like we should have because we were wanting to soak up everything and we went to Disney Springs and did some shopping. And so by the time we hit Epcot, we were exhausted. But if you take a nap <laughs> and sleep a little bit, you'll have time to really enjoy that party. But um, it was awesome. We got to go in and we got to check out some of the food booths and get some uh we ate a little bit here and there and um they gave you a little $15 stipend like a gift card that we had on our phone um that we could use to buy you know food in the park Canadian filet mignon <laughs> yes it was so good Le Cellier booth you know did you guys try the maple popcorn in in Canada no Whoa. we didn't no that's lovely my daughter is addicted and she told my husband that's his new job is because we both taught him how to make the popcorn and then now he's like the popcorn popper at our house and so while we were gone she's like okay your new challenge maple popcorn okay go can he do it can he do it uh, he hasn't attempted it we've been crazy busy since we got home in october i yeah. feel like we're back to pre-pandemic days here we have something every day this week and it hasn't been like that it's almost freaking me out a little bit that we're going to be out so much but we'll be fine that's true well we yeah, we had um we, what else did we have a dessert too oh it was so good it was a waffle with chocolate waffle belgian waffle with chocolate ganache yeah and it was fabulous yeah so did so. you get to ride remy's or no not that night not that night okay we were too tired <laughs> we, <laughs> oh no i totally understand if you had stayed, you probably, I mean, I didn't talk to anybody who stayed for the pre that late, but I, I would have, I would think you'd even have to wait in line, but you'd have the park to yourselves. It was everybody that ran the race. What do you think, Megan? I think you could probably have gotten on it. Yeah, they said that they were opening it up to like the non-queue people at 930. So um, anyone that was left in the park would be part of the party. So um, anyone who wanted to could go over and ride it. That would have been fun but yeah i totally get that you were tired i can't i can't even imagine if you guys ran and then went shopping and then went to the park for a party because <laughs> it's more than we can it's uh, the first time we went there i feel like that's how every day was but now we know how to do it and take the little rest so it'll yeah. be interesting this next trip to take my mom for the first time and see how she handles it so I can't remember how many steps we got, like 38,000 or something like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we burned like 4,000 calories or something. <laughs> That's amazing, though, 4,000 calories. So we calories. ate well. <laughs> yeah, you can eat whatever you want. It's great. <laughs> so did you get to your reservation that you made for Nine Dragons, or did you decide not to do that? Yes, we did. We did. Yes. And was it good? I, I thought it was as good as it's always been, didn't you, Megan? Yes. So I guess I need to ask you guys what you ordered to eat there because we've only eaten there, I think it was 2011, Kaylee and I were trying to figure out and it was not a very good experience for us and we're pretty daring. And so we just never went back. See, I'm not daring, so I always get the same thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Honey sesame chicken or something like that. Yeah, we love it. It was delicious. It just comes with white, white rice. I had an appetizer. I had um, egg rolls. Okay. 
you know, they were delicious. And then um, my favorite part of that is the jasmine tea. Oh, it is so good. It yeah. is I love hot tea and it is there's I can't replicate it anywhere I mean that is it is so good I don't know anywhere else where I can get that tea and it tastes that good I don't know it may just because it's Disney you know <laughs> in my mind no I there's um I was gonna ask if you could buy it in their store that the store that's next to it did you ever check I should look I didn't even think to look well I'll look when we're there at Christmas um the reason I'm asking is we bought my mom a tea in UK and she can't find it anywhere else and she's like I guess the only place I can get this is Disney. And I'm like, oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back now. <laughs> so yeah, she hasn't been in the parks yet. We actually got that for her because she let us stay in her timeshare the last, uh, one of the times we went last year, so. Okay. And she really, really enjoyed it, the tea. And she's like, do you know if you can get this anywhere else? And I've looked and I haven't seen it either. So Disney does that on purpose. So you'll come back. Oh, totally. And I, and I do. <laughs> so you guys went to, I'm trying to think, Hollywood Studios, yes? Yes. Yeah. And how was your experience with that? We did good with that. We used the um, Dis the Plus, Genie Plus. Okay. And we were able to get on a lot of different rides. And then we, we also were able to use, you know, do it without the Disney Plus as well. The longest line was for Joffrey's, right? <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> The Joffrey's line was very long, but other than that, I mean, we did we um we did the pay lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance, right? And um, I'm trying to remember we did we did Toy Story Mania. We don't do the coasters, so I mean, we did. Oh no, we did we? I know we, we did Slinky Dog, Slinky, Slinky, yeah, but not um not Rock and Roller Coaster, not Rock and Roller Coaster, and not Tower of Terror. So, but it what it wasn't bad. It was pretty manageable. And we did Runaway Railway. I know. I love that one. It's so cute. So, um, this is a totally crazy question, but Joffrey's was longer than Starbucks? Or do you know? To me, the Starbucks, I know we do normally hit Starbucks, especially we love to go there for breakfast in Magic Kingdom. But we, to me, the Starbucks line at Hollywood Studios is odd because it's enclosed. Does that make sense? Like, right. you don't it outside but see the Joffrey's line it's all out in the open so maybe it was as long and we just didn't notice it because the Starbucks line was inside and when you're walking down you don't pay any attention because it's all kind of enclosed so it was outside when we were there that's why I was asking whoa um, and we got right in Joffrey's and didn't have any issues so I was like hmm, interesting twist, Not twist. no yeah I don't know. I do. I don't mind. I like both of them. So I don't, I'm not picky. I know some people are like, oh no, gotta have my Starbucks or no, gotta have my Joffrey's. I don't really care. I like both of them. So it's We just fine. wanted hot chocolate that day. <laughs> there you go. Because it was colder when you guys were there? It was. Yeah. And rainy. Um, we had the most rainy Magic Kingdom day I've ever had. It rained the entire day from start to finish. And not just like a mist like pouring rain literally and like our shoes were totally ruined not ruined because we got back and we used a hairdryer <laughs> but it was rough I mean that we still had fun but it was a rough day were you the one given the tip about the newspaper did you tell me that somebody told us about it yeah okay I thought one of you guys posted mm -hmm. it or something put newspaper in your tennis shoes and they'll be dry in the morning one of the girls on the, one of the Run Disney buses was telling us about that. That's the craziest thing. 
Yeah, but I've never I've never had a day like that at Magic Kingdom where because we to me I'm, I doesn't normally the rain at Disney doesn't normally bother me at all. But it was so bad, like it killed my Apple Watch. I mean, my watch oh. got so it killed it, and which is bad for a runner because you you depend on your watch. You know, it was it was crazy, but. We, that day we used Genie Plus. I felt like we got our money's worth out of Genie Plus that day. Cause I think we start, I think we did it right. We started the day, um, we rope dropped um, Seven Dwarfs. So we didn't use Genie Plus for that, but we, you know, we got up at 7 a.m. and we did our first selection as Peter Pan. And then after we rode Peter Pan, like the rest, we did, we did Seven Dwarfs and then Peter Pan. And then all day we were able to get a ride. And um, it, I, I mean, we did, I think we ended up saying we did about 10 rides. It was seamless. We just went from one thing to the next, and when we hit our line, we, we ordered the next one, and it was seamless. It was really neat. That's really good, because I'm not hearing that from everybody, so that makes me feel better. I'm not sure that's how it's going to work when we're there at Christmas, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and I mean, we, we just went at Thanksgiving, too, and we did not have that experience. It was much more difficult, and I think it all has to do with crowd level. Right. Because you don't start your day early, you're gonna if you start your day late they're all taken up and i know to, so to me it's kind of defeating the purpose and that's why i miss the old fast passes because you could plan in advance you know your day basically right. you could say, i'm gonna pick these three and even though we're going thanksgiving week i know we got three good rides it's okay you know we'll fill in here and there so yeah it's a little it's good um genie plus is good but i think it needs to be tweaked for sure yeah i i would like to see it, it tweaked i haven't even used it i'm just from the people that have used it and you got to use it within three weeks of each other so you know right. it's probably a slower time because the week that you guys were there even though the run was going on and i know it was busy it probably wasn't as busy as it could have been at christmas or new year's eve is really bad oh gosh i can't imagine really really bad yeah i know we're just crazy people we just we're not going to do christmas next year so we'll see so we have a fall break in october so we're going to all go in october instead well that makes sense yeah and that'll be a good time yeah we're going to go back to silver dollar city for christmas next year that'll be interesting because we haven't done that for since 2012 because we started doing disney christmas at 2013 so Silver Dollar City have the Osborne Christmas lights or some of them? Did they buy some of they, them? Or is that they do, but they, they claim that they, they made them all themselves and it makes me so angry. Oh. We Every time we go in there, we're like, oh, friends, here's our Hollywood Studios Osborne lights. And my mom goes, no, no, they said it wasn't. And I said, yeah, I don't know why they felt like they needed to lie. There is absolutely no way that they created all of these exact things. Now, they do have some things that are unique to them a bunch of the arches of lights. There's a lot of tunnels of lights there that take really cool pictures that I don't ever remember seeing at Osborne Lights. And there's some other things that they have that, that weren't there. But I think they bought those and then just added onto it. Because they always used a lot of lights before. They lit up every building and they and in the ones that are on Main Street in Branson played the music with the tree. So like the lights flash with the music and stuff. It's pretty cool. But that is cool. Well, I still miss the Osborne lights. I, I know. Always, always wear my, you know, that's a wrap shirt every year at Thanksgiving because I'm still a little sad, you know. <laughs> it was so special. And Megan got to run through the lights. Yeah, I was just going to say the first wine and dine I did was 2013 and we ran through the Osborne lights. It was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we do miss those. But again, we get, we, they have, they start them in Thanksgiving. So we actually saw them already this year, but... We just love going after Christmas, just the relaxation of Branson. It's a, 
it's a far different trip and everyone's like i can't see you liking both of those places but i like them because of that i love disney but as you know you're exhausted when you come home right branson is a very relaxing it's a more of a laid-back kind of vacation um there's music and there's crafts and stuff like that but it's just so different than Disney and that. So I guess that is weird for us to like both, but yeah. Yes, you should come visit the Osborne Lights. You can go with us, we'll take you. I would love it. We'll have to do that <laughs> for sure. Well, I have to give your listeners a piece of advice that has come to my head about Run Disney. And that is to, if when you know you wanna go before you sign up, book your room with Vicki early because that happened to us this year. We did our, um, we were, the two course challenge didn't sell out this year. So I did not on the day that the race went for set on sale, um, sign up. So I signed up for the race and then I could not find anywhere to stay. Everything was sold out. So if anyone wants to, knows the weekend they want to run and they know the dates ahead of time, I would highly recommend going ahead and, you know, it's $200 you have to put down. I would go ahead and definitely book your trip and get your room secured so you don't have to do what like me and Megan and desperately look for a place to stay. <laughs> and we just got lucky. I ended up meeting a travel agent who doesn't do, she does group corporate kind of travel and she was gonna run it. So she blocked off a bunch of rooms and I just happened to meet her in a Facebook group and she was very nice. And she said, here's my code. And I called, like it's, it's not like calling, it wasn't like the normal Disney. It was a corporate kind of Disney number that I called and got um our room for this past trip but that was something that was a little stressful and take that stress off your plate if you know you want to run i'd go ahead and get your room yeah because the, the room is refundable if you don't happen to get in and mm -hmm. um that i mean the 200 dollars is refundable unless it's 30 days out but most people will know before then because you guys have to register for those races so far in advance right yeah, i feel like a lot of the races the people like have already got their rooms for next year's wine and dine you know i mean like i feel like they've already secured those rooms and the race has even gone on sale till the summer you know so i feel like a lot of people um that would be that would be very beneficial to to know that that you've got your room and then you just have to worry about getting on the computer that day when the race goes for sale yeah i think you're right I'm surprised how much, because we are going in October, I've been bidding a lot of trips and we have a lot of, actually I have two sets of parents that are booking a trip for next fall also. And I'm getting on there and I'm like, oh, we're really closing out here quickly. What's going on? Like, so is all of Missouri going to, for our fall break to <laughs> Probably because our entire county goes in September when, when we have fall break here. <laughs> it's so crazy because we talked about, did you guys do, that as much when you were kids? Did you travel to Disney as much as you do now? Well, I lived in New York, so no. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went to Niagara Falls. <laughs> well, we have a New York travel travel agent and she goes pretty frequently. Yeah, we went, I went the first time when I was in second grade and then the next time I went was seventh grade, so five years. And Karen, I don't remember you going as much as you do now, did you? I went when, my first time when I was, um, three and then we went oh goodness probably my mom and dad went with their best friends two or three years in a row um we did go um and i went one time with yeah i have a lot of i have a lot of memories i probably went um probably about six times um in my childhood and then um i did go a couple of times in college and then you know having kids 
and meeting Megan. <laughs> you know, she's kind of the, I, I will, I don't know if I want to say blame her, but I thank her for getting me, you know, falling back in love with it again. And um, we, you know, started taking the kids and I think just the magic of seeing it through your kids' eyes. Right just made it we've made so many like I don't regret a single trip you know I'll, I'll never look back and say oh I wish I hadn't spent that money because it was the memories that we've made are, are precious to me you know right. we just and now I've created a daughter Disney college program and wants to you know <laughs> you know can continue it on and it's yeah it's just it's super fun it's, and I love the the friendship that me and Megan have and the fact that we love Disney together. We've we've gone and not run. We've gone several times and just, you know, on different trips together and just have always had a great time. It's such a fun thing. So such a fun thing to share together. So that's what, yeah, we were saying that it just makes you family. You don't even like where one of my listeners lives in California and we take turns texting and checking on each other and stuff. He's also an educator, but in high school. But it's just so cool, the bond that you have with people just because of your love for Disney. It's so crazy, but so true. The best memory I have was we ran the Tower of Terror 10 miler together. And we that was our very first trip together without the children. And we got to Hollywood Studios like the next day and we're like, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. We had nobody saying they didn't want to go to that store or they wanted to go to that ride or they wanted this food or whatever. And we were like, huh. <laughs> we like shocked this. us and we had the best time. <laughs> we had the best time. We, we both, we looked at each other like, what do we do? We don't have kids. <laughs> we can do anything <laughs> we want to do. So that was great. That is really crazy. Um, I do encourage people to do that. I, it, Brad made me, well, I shouldn't say make, but he strongly encouraged me to go when a bunch of band moms went, which Karen, you're a band mom. Are you a band mom too, Megan? I went, I was a band mom too, yep. <laughs> so we just went, it was just a band mom trip though. And he's like, when are you gonna ever stay in Animal Kingdom for $150 for the weekend? Never. Um, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we came back on Sunday. And um, our friend said, if you can give me $150, there's eight other women going, da 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 And it was, like you said, amazing. Because you're, you, you're always, it's not that you have to let them have a choice, but you have other people to think about. But then I got there, and at one point I was completely by myself, and I'm like, wow, what am I going to do with this time? Yeah, it's great. So the other park that you guys went to was Magic Kingdom. You said it was rainy, but were there a lot of people with all the rain or did you think that detoured the people from coming? I don't think it detoured them a lot. There seemed like there was still a, I mean, you know, obviously as the day went on, I think it may have enabled us to ride more rides, but I did still feel like there was a good many people there. What did you think, Megan? Yeah, I think it was a steady level. I, I don't think it was overcrowded by any means, but um, there were definitely a steady level of people. Very cool. So how long did it take for you? Did you guys stay together during the race? No, we wrote, we started in different um, uh, corrals. Okay. And we both ran our own race. We have run together in the past, um, but this particular race, I was really going for, um, a t mainly in the 10K, I was going for a good time. But the corrals, I felt like this time, that was one thing, you know, I normally in the corrals, you can always go down, but you can't go up. And what that means is most of the corrals are done by how fast you run a race. You okay. know, the fat runners are in the front and then the mom runners like me are in the back. I didn't feel like, I felt like they were kind of strict because they wanted to keep the people separated. And they did start differently than they have in the past, where in the past where a whole corral would just start, they would like break off into many corrals. They had people come through with ropes and only let, there was so many starts. I mean, it took forever to start. 
I started about an hour after the race started. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a thing with, with us is your race, your pace. And I run to finish and, you know, like Karen was running to get her, her great time this time. And, and we enjoy it, both of us in our own ways. And we are together, but separate. And, you know, we can enjoy all the things along the way and, and talk about it when we get back to the hotel. And, you know, and I, I love running to finish and I love running to see all the things along the way, the, all the encouragement, the cast members are there with their Mickey hands and they're cheering you on, the, the, even the ones with the sweepers and the whatever, you know, the, <laughs> the, from the top to the bottom, they're, they're all there cheering you on at, at five in the morning. They don't have to be there, you know? And that, that's, I love that. It's like your race, your pace, you, you make it, you know, what you want it to be. It's the best thing about Run Disney. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else that you think the listeners would want to know about your trip? Or did you eat something spectacular that besides you did tell us about the Belgian waffle, which sounds delicious. Did you get that at a certain booth, though? It was in Belgium. Yeah, (laughs) the little Belgian booth. Um, I did want to say at Mama Melrose, I want to give a shout out to them um, because I wasn't really I was like, oh, I don't really want the heavy chicken Parmesan and I'm not sure what I want to get. And they were able to just make me pasta with chicken and sauce on the side, you know, and it was like, I didn't know that existed. And that was very exciting for me (laughs) because I knew I wanted something, but I didn't want something heavy because we were running again the next day, you know, Right. um, that was like one of the best meals I've had at Mama Melrose. So I want to give them a shout out for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And Karen, this isn't that trip, but it was your trip with your mom and Kate. Did they do anything special because it was your girl trip? No. That makes me so sad. No, they didn't, but that's okay. I mean, it was still fun. I mean, we we always have a good time. I mean, we, we really do. We love Pop. To me, I, I started taking my kids there when they were real little, and I love that it's on the Skyliner. We love the Skyliner. That's like a whole ride for my mother. My mother just loves it, and so we, we'll just get on and ride the Skyliner, and you're right there at it. Um, uh, we, had a, we had a wonderful time. You know, we enjoyed, you know, the food was great. I didn't have any bad meal experiences at all. They were all really good. We ate at House of Blues just because something to do when we got down there Friday night, and um, that was actually a really good meal. I was surprised. I had never been there, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was funny. We were in the duty room, and my mother had no clue, and I was like, just don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made her a little uncomfortable, but other it was really funny. Me and my daughter had a, a little laugh about that, but it was it was fun. It was just it was really neat, and I love the Christmas tree trail. Oh my goodness, that was yes. so fun this year. It was much more like me and Megan always enjoy doing the um, Epcot, you know, hunting for the characters in the World Showcase with the you know to get the map, and they we've done it for um, um, Festival of the Arts. Every festival they seem to have something like that. But, you know, right. Christmas we've done it. Um, we did the now they have it in Disney Springs for the Christmas tree trail and it's free and it's very nice it's a big map and you get a little button at the end after you complete it and show all your um, stickers that was fun we love stuff like that and the trees were beautiful and just so so cool I love my favorite one was the Moana tree because they had the big part of Rafiki and it was lit up and it was just it was so so much fun that we spent a lot of time at Disney Springs this trip and yeah and, it, and we, you know, really had a good time. Every every moment we spent there, we really, really seemed to enjoy. The, the, the parks were, I mean, the crowds were harder this time because I, I think not having the fast passes was a little bit of a detriment. But, um, you know, we had fast, we had Disney 
you had the um, Genie Plus, but it wasn't the same. I think, like I said, I could always navigate crowds fine with the fast passes. So it was, it's just got to be tweaked. They'll figure it out. I, I'm, I'm confident they'll get it. And I have not seen the Moana tree, so they must not have had that one last year. Of course, they only had 10 trees last year. So uh, I'll be anxious to see it. And I know there's 20 trees this year. Yes, it was great. And it used to all be in one. Did you see it when it used to be like real crowded? Now it's throughout all of Disney Springs. Right. So you walking in. We actually did it over two days. I mean, you could do it one day easy, but we, you know, my mom is a little older, so right. it's hard for her to walk. So we did half and then we did the other half the next day. And that made it more enjoyable too, because we took our time. Being that it's spread out, you know, it's good for, you know, social distancing and kind of not staying on you definitely don't feel like you have to be on top of somebody to see the trees they have them more elevated because they're right. all up and that makes a difference you can see it from more of a distance you know before when it was all in the corner over on i guess was it the west end it was over yeah it was over by am well no it was between the old parts because it was in the old bus area yes where the buses used to come in yeah the west side you're right yeah it was very crowded and i always felt like i was in somebody's way yeah so they drastically improved it's great they did a very good job i think they've taken all that into account and made it really fun so so that was good okay well thank you guys so much for coming on i greatly appreciate it i would love to have you guys on again for whenever you want to talk to me about your trips i know megan has an amazing trip coming up in another run in february now is your husband running too megan or just you just me. Just he's me. Cheer but you he's on. my cheer squad. Yep. He comes runs around the, the all the transportation while I while I'm <laughs> you know, he meets me wherever he can find me. That's awesome. I love that. So a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, simply text me at 636 636- 373-4497. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Karen and Megan, I think it's about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends.